Yeah, mate, like med- meditation, mate. Oh, like where, where, do, where do we even start? Like it's uh, that I, if I was to say to anybody that, well, not even anybody, because I think anybody would benefit. But if you're somebody that has a propensity to like overthink about things, to stress about things, to have even have any anxiety whatsoever or stress. So that's basically everybody on the planet, right? try a regular meditation practice and i will guarantee you in like three to six months like it, it you'll feel infinitely better it's like I, I started doing it when i was like 23 when i was working in a really like quite a toxic recruitment job um that I've, i really really did, like didn't enjoy and it was actually at the time where i wasn't even in a great place myself mentally um and i needed like it was somebody else who works in recruitment. A friend of mine said, have you tried meditation? And I always sort of thought it was this thing, like being in the desert, wearing your like robes, like sitting at the top of a dune, like the Sahara sun's going down. There's, you know what I mean? Like incense burning. I thought it was that. I thought it was so inaccessible that I thought, what is meditation, bro? Like that, that's not something that's going to be like, have any value to my life. But ever since then, I think like to anybody that would ever listen to me, like I've just said, like, you need to try it. Like, it's so good. Like, I just can't have a day without doing it now. It just it is it is just it is how I set myself up for the day. Like, like just like get like even the apps that you get, like Headspace, there's Balance. Balance is a free app, which is free. But like, I may go and download it after this guided meditations on relaxation stress gratitude like even nature stuff um there's a really good app called tapping technique which is a not like a whole a known whole nother level kettle of fish entirely about this thing called eft which is like emotional freedom technique where you do like tapping and stuff and it's in the like meridian points in your body and it's similar to like acupressure or like acupuncture for um i don't know it's it, it it, it, and you repeat like like statements to yourself and it's backed up by like psychotherapy and that as well and that's a really good thing you can do to like sort anxiety if meditation isn't something that you can do because it's like sitting in your head for vast amounts of time but I think the one thing that I, I'd say like the, the biggest benefit of meditation is is you just start to like become like really aware of the thoughts that you have without wanting to like dive in get in like jump in, involved with it so like a dinner, like if you're giving an example, um, like like if you were to like make some music and like something hadn't quite gone your like gone your way and like a release is like not going to come out and the, the label has dropped the release. This has happened to me before. You might think instantly think I am not good enough. Um, this is shit. Like like why why are things not going my way? Like like these are these are thoughts that anybody's going to have to the, like like a situation like this, like some adversity. But I think like having that meditation, having that time to sort of reflect, you just see it as like a thought. Like, you know what I mean? It's thinking, it's not necessarily who I am. It's just thoughts that I'm having. And I think, I think, yeah, if you want to have some sort of respite from thoughts um, in your day-to-day and not be so in your head all the time, like mindfulness is, is changed my life. Like it really did. Yeah, I'm going to definitely get involved in that. Because yeah, if it, my, my biggest thing really is just being in, being in my own head all the time. Like, 24 7 um and it's just yeah it's just it's draining it, it really is and I sort of 
my only sort of thing is I think when I'm sort of in a position where I want to be, I think I'll be fine. But that could be years away. Um, yeah, but so the, I need that the, more. You, but you won't. But the thing, the thing is, mate, I feel like you're already there. Like think, 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 think of this already. Like I, like do you know what I mean? Like you spend so long, like thinking that, like that sort of respite and like being better and being out of your head is at some point in the future. But what if? everything you already need or had is actually already here already. And it's just the way that like, we sort of like thinking about these things, you're doing so much, like you've got a label, you're doing the podcast, like you're making these moves for the thing. Like this is, this is good. This is good shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like a hundred percent. But I see what you're saying, mate. I see. I see. Yeah. Cause I feel like every time you you hit an achievement, you sort of, you have the next one. And I have sort of realized in the past year of like how much I have achieved since, you know, you know, learning how to mix and stuff like that. Um, but I'm still sort of, mate. I'm still a bit off, say, where I want to be. But I know that you've got to be patient and time will come and stuff like that. And that's where I need to start getting into that proper self-care and, and stuff like that to to enjoy, you know, living in the moment and stuff like that, which I'm learning to do. It's just a, it's a, it's a difficult sort of, yeah, process to, to, to get into and stuff like that. But I think mindfulness is, is key. And I think what's sort of been important to me is as much as, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of not doing it is that self-care, like just look after yourself. But that doesn't mean just sort of like light a few candles and, uh, and getting a bath. It does mean like eating the right <laughs> foods and <laughs> exercising and, and stuff like that. <laughs> so, but, 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 but me, like, yeah, self-care. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like, that that is self care. That is an aspect of self care. But also, you need to eat the right foods, exercise, and and this the, the you know the whole picture. You've you've got to do it all, really. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. Even even down to like content that you view every day. Like the, the, this this sort of probably sounds a little bit tinfoil hat wearing, mate. But I I am aware that what goes on in like the general media and news. But I don't I don't watch the news regularly just because I, yeah, I, I find I avoid it, like, it a constant source of um just like like pessimism like it sells it's 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 what like mainstream media likes to um obviously they like to report on the news but it's 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 got to be sort of sensationalized in some way to uh be picked up by like and latched on by like masses and it's it's never positive stuff mate it's it's always what is wrong and and there was a time over covid when i was watching it all the time and i became so like phobic and like was so clued in or keyed in and if you start the day and the first thing you read about is something inherently negative does that set precedent for the rest of the day like how how are you supposed to like pull yourself out of it and actually focus so i always think if stuff is important enough it will make its way to me um and i will i will i will donate attention to the things that i'm really like passionate about or like that that, like matter to me like like i don't know whether it's like music or something or like mental health if you weren't I think that, that that is an easy hack that if you limited the amount of uh, media you were viewing from a news source every day, it would have a, quite a drastic effect on your me- um, positive mental health uplift, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and also, like, at the, the start of the pandemic, I was checking the checking the rates like every day. And then I was getting to the point, like, why am I doing this? Like, I guess yeah. we're all sort of guilty guilty of it. And But now, yeah, I mean, I, I never sort of paid attention to the news before COVID and I don't anymore. The only sort of... It, I wouldn't say it's an issue because um, I'm aware of it is TikTok the last few days I've been feeling a bit shit so I've been sort of laying on the couch on bed on TikTok because it's easy but I mean some of the stuff like I've been I love sort of 
sort of learning history and, and, and different points and theories and stuff like that. I'm not a conspiracy head, but I find them quite enjoyable to sort of, to of you know, read. Of um, but I keep getting tons of sort of alien conspiracies and stuff, which is, which is good, <laughs> but I, I just, I'm, there's no way I'm going down that rabbit hole. There's, you know, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to limit TikTok, uh, especially starting in the new year. I think it's just because I've been, <laughs> feeling a bit down, just sort of just being uh, been going on it because it's just sort of easy format content. But then that does reduce sort of your um, your level of sort of, um, what's the word now, like attention. Sort of the, the shorter format yeah. content reduces your attention levels, which can increase anxiety. And I was getting quite bad sort of anxiety in about sort of May time. Yeah. Uh, I was working as a mental health support worker and I loved the job, but the, it was a private company so the tenants weren't getting their sort of um the what was it um the support they needed the management was horrendous and then God, I just noticed on mate. yeah I noticed on shifts like that was getting me down and the notes on shift my anxiety was getting even worse and I was then I was constantly on like short short format content and then I couldn't even watch like a 10 minute YouTube video without flicking off it and checking my phone or just checking my notifications and stuff like that so I've been trying to sort of limit in that regard um and then obviously like the last few days i've been sort of on a bit of a tiktok binge but i mean that's that's going to stop for sure um it's just it's 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 fine to use it but i think it's finding that balance um of sort of yeah of of what media you take in really same with instagram as well like it can be positive but i think too much or the wrong amount yeah can be sort of um a bit detrimental and, uh, and a bit negative a hundred percent. I mean, I think I feel at the end of the day, uh, well, two things definitely, definitely don't be beating yourself up for a TikTok binge because at the end of the day, like if if that's a self care, um, if that's a self care activity and it's making you feel better about yourself in the moment, then it's not something I don't think you should judge yourself on. Two, um, a lot of these things, like when used correctly, like TikTok is a fantastic platform for organic growth. Like if you if you were to get like some content out there, like that, that's a that's a big audience of people which are consuming content, albeit like in short form. Unfortunately, people's attention spans these days are just like so limited, but that's just because of the nature of the technology that everybody's using. Like we're living in this world where everybody's like getting notification dings at any point and like dopamine levels for each of these hits are going through the reese every time we do it. We're, we're living in a world where we just constantly hyper stimulated. So pander to pander to the strength of sort of what everybody is into at the moment, and maybe that shorter content could help, like like young artists like grow. But um, yeah, as far as Instagram is concerned, I feel like it really becomes a really difficult game because they're good tools for like getting your message out there, showcasing your art, like showcasing your personality, but us with the nature of like metrics with engagement it's, it's very hard sometimes when you're checking these things and these are like metrics for you measuring the growth of like maybe like your reach like your success so to speak or where you're heading like i know i'm a metrics guy like i will judge follow account on is it moving the same is it staying the same and um, is it going backwards as like is is the project like are you growing this project i.e and then that sort of might get um, assigned to a sense of uh, like self-worth or even that, that providing some sort of validation that yes I am doing well but because of these things are sort of re- like really out of your control like nobody really knows how the algorithm works or nobody really knows what precisely maybe some of their like audience will be wanting it's sort of that that guessing game and trial and error to sort of see what works 
it's out of your control. And then when you aren't getting the results that you're getting, I, I had this the other day, like I'd left my Instagram for ages. Like I've been doing a lot of stuff at work. Come back to the Instagram, I haven't posted on it in ages. I'm uploading posts that were just, just the same sort of stuff that I would have uploaded before to do with music. My engagement time's like cut in half. Like, like the, the like, I don't know if the algorithm is just like is, the yeah, the- I'm providing. It's really tough. And you're like, what? And I don't want to think that like that actually matters to me. Like I know like like self-worth is not based on the back of like a like number or even like a follower number or how people engage, but it really hit me. I was thinking, fuck Luke, like is this is this is this something like you know, is this like an internal rule? Like I will feel validated, that I, I will feel enough if people are engaged with me and like a, a sort of like 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 what you're doing as like an artist or um or, or even just like on social media like and i feel like that's that's so like endemic with people these days where like people get like really caught up in it They're like these, these these fake metrics which don't really fucking mean anything and then they're almost delivering us the same sorts of love that we really want in our real lives anyway i read something really crazy today which was like people like sending a love on Instagram is stimulating the similar sorts of hormones that we would get from a hug, like oxytocin. And people are now getting that, um, that like affection and that love from like social media apps than they would from actually the real experience itself. And I'm like, what? Some black mirror shit that. (laughs) It is some black mirror shit. And you just think this is just going to like continue to increase in like prevalence as like the metaverse takes off as it becomes um, like, like, like 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 our lives can become increasingly digitalized and i i sort of think is there this like digital sanitation that everybody needs to practice or this rule book that like of good practice use of social media because it's going to become something where people are going to be fucking addicted to this stuff yeah let's like younger kids like born getting a phone free age free like an ipad or an iphone like they're going to grow up and how atten- what what attention span is that going to be for like the average like I don't even want to call it like a Gen Z or I don't know like what what are we going yeah. Gen One or something I don't know what they're going to be called but imagine like just being at school and like having the attention span of like thirty seconds and just like everybody's just like like does not compute like do you know what I mean like it's all yeah, online it's, it's ridiculous it's yeah. yeah it's mad um, I was having sort of a, a similar discussion um, in. In a, in a bar, well, in a in a pub in Leeds, uh, with a, a few of my, yeah. my mates, and uh, we were just chatting about sort of like you know TikTok and stuff like that. And then one of them, my mates just said that he started to really reduce the amount he uses his phone, especially on a night. So he'll just read read a book and and read a few books on an evening, and he just said like he just felt so much better because he's not he's got you know his sleeping's better and stuff like that, and he's not you know just up till two, three in the morning, just flicking through sort of TikTok and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And for me, going, I'll go to bed on a night and then it's YouTube on my phone um, for an hour or two. Ah. Or sometimes TikTok. I know. Oh, no. I know. It's it, such it's, a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> it, it's bad. Oh. And what yeah. I've, I've, I've made an effort to buy like a few books over the last few months. So like a production book, reading? like music what theory. What you? Yeah. Oh, I've got one. Um, it's it is propping my laptop up. I'll just get that for, for you for two seconds. <laughs> so this was uh, from Santa Claus. Okay, so this is Energy Flash. 
energy flash. Simon Rain. What? 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 What is? What? Is, what, is, what? Give me the synopsis. The synopsis. Um, sort of about that acid house the summary. Yeah. So, twenty-five years after Acid House and Ecstasy revolutionised pop culture, Simon Reynolds' landmark rave history, in Energy Flash, has been expanded and updated to cover twenty-first century developments like dubstep and EDM's recent takeover ah, of America. Um, so, exciting, I was, mate. I was, no, that, that sounds chunky. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was recommended this book, I believe, um, by possibly or me. I think I was recommended on his podcast. Um, so yeah, that one in uh, for it as a Christmas present. So I'm I'm looking it forward to to getting my teeth into it. And yeah, and I, I've never been a huge reader, but when when I have when I was younger, I always whenever I started reading a book, I'd enjoy it, and I'd never never really do it. And I need to sort of get back into yeah to me. learning that. And, and and one of the best things I, I find about listening to to stories, like either on podcasts or reading a book, is that you create that own image in your head. So you will, instead of watching a film that, that portrays that visual, you stimulate yourself and have your own sort of visual sort of image of, of stories and, and books and stuff like that, which I think is like a good it's thing about level of learning. Yeah. Yeah. So and I'm yeah, I, looking I forward that, to it. Yeah, I would say that... Um, uh, how are we fixed for time at the moment, by the way? I realised like we're just having a we're just having a bit yeah, of a chinwag. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We could even spend yeah, yeah. two episodes and it's all good. Yeah, yeah mate. Um, I, I I've I've always found that um that I think that that was the biggest game changer. One of the biggest game changers in the last two years for um the way I felt about things or like things things that have sort of been achieved or like the state of my mental health is reading like going from a person never really read didn't have that attention span sort of spending all the time on social media like scrolling through things you're sort of habituated to that state of like instant gratification and the thought of picking up like a book with and and actually sticking with it and not just like getting past like the first sentence and just being like oh fuck off like i'll just watch some like youtube cats or something do you know what i mean but that becoming a practice every day that you do before bed oh mate like like a huge improvement um in, in in just general just like even i could say i don't know if it necessarily affects your intelligence because everybody's got a set amount of iq but i definitely think it increases your it sharpens um, you again yeah if yeah sure i think it sharpens your like your knowledge your vocabulary and uh just the way that you think about things like i am I'm one of these people that I don't read fiction books. I just love non-fiction books. I've just got a first for things that I think will help me or things that I can maybe will help me with any pursuit that I've got on. And I, I just sort of feel like, yeah, like put, putting that into practice and it always being like a constant work in progress um, for myself and like, like sort of working out how the world works like i'm a firm believer in like the more you know like the better you'll be but then maybe that comes back to that idea of knowledge mastery and always trying to like know everything and then never getting anything done so i feel like it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely a balance <laughs> read, yeah. read, read before bed but don't spend all day doing fuck all reading books <laughs> you won't do anything other, other than like maybe become a librarian or a podcast show host which is maybe the dream job right like, yeah you know what i mean podcast um, book yeah. club uh, podcast book club 100 mate 100 um yeah but yeah, sort of touching on that as well. Like I'm, I'm not really sort of yeah, like big on sort of like fiction and, and films and stuff like that. I'm I'm fascinated by people, and sort of some parts of history fascinate me. 
and it's usually sort of the the murderers and <laughs> the bad people that, that, that fascinate me I know but um but even spinning that onto like like artists and uh and just maybe not celebrities but sort of like maybe maybe a footballer or someone like that that you know is a bit inspiring I love sort of knowing sort of about their life like sort of that sort of stuff like really does really fascinates me and sort of the origin of <clears throat> of sort of rave culture and, and stuff like that especially sort of like the, the the late sort of 80s like warehouse scene and and stuff like that and the, the 90s sort of you know with your acid house and sort of the rave scene and stuff like that that sort of stuff fascinates me and those old documentaries that were put on like BBC about sort of the the drug issues in in the underground music scene and stuff like that like I think stuff like that really yeah it's just it's just fascinating learning stuff like that and then it does inspire me as well like to to sort of take elements of tracks or sort of it's more but then again it's more about sort of the feeling of these huge warehouse raves and stuff like that so if, if I can make anything that would be you know, to a level that could be playing a, a system like that, I think that's, you know, a huge goal of mine um, to get tracks that have been playing in these, you know, big sort of um, festivals and these yeah, big main room uh, room tracks. But, yeah, I think um, <clears throat> definitely need a few books on sort of, yeah, more uh, warehouse rave scene in, in the UK if there is any. But um, short Energy Flash will, will cover quite a lot of that. So, yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> energy Flash has got the old bloody since the dawn of time. It's like the size of like three Bibles, bro. <laughs> uh, well, to be fair, I might, I might read yeah, it by next I... Christmas. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you might read it by next century, bro. Like, maybe, like... Like if if you if, if you if you read like one what what is it like one page tonight and then like followed by some TikTok videos like, <laughs> yeah, might take might take about takes twenty years but we're gonna get there. Like, there was just could, one book I used to have. Yeah, sorry, mate. What are you saying? I'm gonna say we, we could we could sort of utilize TikTok um, and we could do pod, podcast book club, but we could also do synopsis on TikTok yeah, and a little pod, review. That exactly, mate. But if you want a book that is gonna like guaranteed to take you about hundred years to finish. <laughs> It's this book called um, *Sapiens* by I, I can't even remember who's by, but I, I try I attempted to read this book, and it was on a complete history of like of man from like the, the dawn of time from monkeys into like modern man, and they would it covered this whole period of time over two hundred fifty thousand years, and it's supposedly one of the best books ever written in nonfiction. And I got like me, I got to like the third chapter, I couldn't complete it. It was the driest thing I've ever read. There's probably some somebody who's read it thinking it was bloody brilliant that like why are you saying that but mate it's, do you know what i mean like some it's got to be engaging i don't know I've, i feel like i've just slanted that book for no reason like, <laughs> it's oh it, the, the best book ever written but by chapter three it was shite by chapter three it was shite <laughs> like it's one of them yeah like ah like but i i do definitely think for for any sort of person that works in like a creative creative industry or like anybody's looking to like sort of like have their own goals and go and achieve things like maybe outside of like a like a like nine to five job career like reading is just the way because you like the, I, there's somebody said something really interesting to me I think it was like this guy called like Andrew Lees um shout out to Andrew he does like the um he does he, he does like the uh, the social media for like Archie Hamilton some of the guys from Fuse 
Uh, he runs something called the Blueprint, and it's like a development platform for aspiring artists to sort of clue themselves up on like social media. And quick plug for you there, Andrew. Holla, um, give me my commission. <laughs> I'm not getting any, but um, yeah, he basically we we had a conversation like back last year when he said like the blueprints for like 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 success for all around you in in the respect that like maybe like an author that you like has had a similar path to you or you might read a biography from somebody to see how they went from like point A to point B and there's there's always lessons in people's journeys which can be invaluable to where you want to go because um, it is always about the stories we tell ourselves and I feel like adding that layer of inspiration, having an awareness of how people attain the things they wanted to achieve, which might be in line with your expectations or goals are, is, is the way to do it, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably just add a load of bollocks there, but uh, um, yeah, like read, reading. No, some, some valid points. I think it's one of these things that's like, I mean, studying throughout school and uni, like one of the biggest things is reading. And I think a lot of people sort of dismiss that out of school I know I definitely have I don't really know that many people that actually do read um I mean my, my dad's always reading books to be fair but it, I think it is a you know a fundamental thing to use to to gain knowledge and I think it's sort of in our world it is dismissed because it's it's easier to get that short content you know media and stuff like that mate you should um if you if you have for people out there with a short attention span for reading that don't want to like who maybe want to get like like inspired to read or get the like the reading bug like i like one of the ways that i got myself into this there's this app called Blinklist, and it's essentially like condensed books where you can read on a range of topics things that you're interested in like philosophy or like psychology or even like creativity and it's got all of these books from like a myriad of different artists i think there's there's thousands of books on it and it, it plays them as an audiobook so you can even listen to it on your way to work so you're getting like that condensed knowledge obviously you're not getting the depth of like what a book would provide but there's there's that brevity there because you can just listen across a whole range of topics and mate and it, it literally it's like something like 56 quid for a year but it's insane, like the amount of stuff you end up reading about, and then you can save them on a like a list of books that like you enjoyed that condensed book. You'll save it, and then you can go and maybe cop the whole thing if you think it's worth it. But I definitely recommend it to yourself or anybody out there who was looking to get a book for it because it just makes it easy. And we all know that things are easier; we're more likely to stick out, right? Yeah, for sure. And what fifty-six quid? I mean, you could a, a book's worth what about fifteen, twenty quid? So. I mean, it's about it's year, about the bl- it's about it's about it's about the price of a fucking packet. So like, if you take one one weekend off the super sauce, like I'm sure you'll yeah. be able to like maybe fill yourself up. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, let's put it into perspective here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. But yeah, like you say, it's a, it's a um sort of that form of like um what they call that. Where they kind of think what what they call it. It reads audio books. Audiobooks, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like I was um, when I played playing Soul Jam, uh, played with uh, one of the lads called Leo, and uh, he recommended me a podcast called Blind Boy Podcast, and it's uh, an Irish guy, and he discusses. Um, I've only listened to one of them, but he, he discusses sort of like origins of like certain types of music, and I was listening to one, and he was talking about, um, was it? I think this the music originated in maybe Japan or something. I can't remember what instruments they used. And then sort of 20 years later, that was then used for like the 70s and 80s, like gaming music. So like, you know, like your old Super Mario brothers and stuff like that. So it, yeah, just yeah. learning things like that was like, 
the origin of where gaming music has come from in in that sort of days and yeah it, a mint a mint uh, podcast but yeah i'm sure he's got some uh you know a lot more um podcasting if people are sort of interested in sort of the origin of, of genres or um yeah different types of music <clears throat> i'm sure there's plenty on blind by podcast so and again they're quite have to check it out yeah man. quite um interesting and and uh sure you get you know very educational as well and stuff like that um but yeah sort of Sort of moving on, um, sort of slightly then. Um, sort of any sort of, I'm going to say sort of any other podcasts or sort of yeah other sort of uh, forms of media that you'd use for sort of like maybe production or just sort of maybe anything sort of generally in music. Yeah, uh, um, like 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 people that I'm like really obsessed with um, at the moment. And what maybe not? I don't listen to a lot of like music based like podcasts. Maybe like besides like Josh Baker, like. His, his stuff on the internet. I find him like intensely interesting as an individual. Shout out Josh Baker, by the way. He's, a, he's an absolute Jenna. And he's, he is a professional artist, DJ. He's also a businessman. And he's, I think out of anybody in the underground music scene, he has killed it the most in the last two years. And I, I will put my hat on it and say that when we interviewed him for um, an audio tab, as it has yet to even come out yet. Sorry about that, Josh. We'll have to record that at some <laughs> other point. Because I understand things have moved along a bit. Like, I find, um, yeah, his podcast, um, the way that he thinks about the things, the way that he approaches like social media and like um, growing a platform in regards to Simpo, like so, so interesting and inspiring. But um, besides like the music piece, there's a guy called Chris Williamson who does their podcast called Modern Wisdom. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that. Chris is like the G mate. Like he's so bright. And I, I think he made his, his money on, he used to run like voodoo events in town. He still does, but yeah. he went on Love Island, but then he didn't, he, he used sort of Love Island as, as a platform to leverage like a media profile and like um, self-development, well-being. He does all sorts of stuff. And that's a really sick podcast Instagram page for people to follow. Like Chris Williamson, like he's really good, mate. Um, really yeah, good. Yeah, a few of them. Um, but I know the name from from Newcastle and stuff. And a few of my mates used to work for Voodoo in Freshers, so they'll like yeah. watch his stuff now. And then um, yeah, see like see like um the odd, the odd podcast and a and a few a few quotes and well a few sorry videos of like quotes or cuts and stuff like that of, of podcasting. Yeah very very well like spoken guy and uh seems to cover a lot of stuff so yeah for sure i need to uh have a bit more of a, of a sort of a gander on the sort of his stuff as well that he's got, I love, got out there i'd love to interview him mate but i feel like that would be an interview which would be squeaky bum time he is so <laughs> intelligent that you'd have to come equipped with the questions like he he's interviewing like neurologists and doctors on the podcast and i said i was having this conversation with with with, with josh baker when we interviewed him and he said he'd really like to interview chris chris wills he's saying it would be a really tough interview because he's he, he is sharp he's sharp as a bloody knife mate like so it's uh yeah you gotta you gotta come correct like if you're interviewing those sorts of people but uh yeah for sure that's yeah. definitely yeah 100 percent so in terms of audio tapas how's that sort of going how you know how, how not, did that come about as well yeah i mean as, as far as audio tapas we took off off the gas massively like we had so much like positive like feedback from the first season we had so much fun it was really just a piss about like alex and i um 
we're on a walk in the heat and then we had this like really funny idea we thought right you know what like why don't we make like dance music like really funny like we, you know it's all about the chats in the smoking areas in the after parties where people are talking about conspiracy theories or just chatting shit over like mirrors do you know what i mean like like that tr- that scene from like um oh what's it called um traffic lights what's the what's the what's the film when they're like when when, when the two lads as human traffic when they're sat there like in the mirror like they're doing lines and they're just sort of like shooting the shit over like really crazy conspiracy theories and i thought that is a part of dance music that hasn't been captured i think in the podcast and that's why we sort of like decided to set it up because we didn't have the events to put on and we didn't have that sort of like creative expression and it just seemed something really fresh and we did the first season we had like seb zito per hammer bobby o'donnell um, I can't even remember who else has been on it now, but the the second season it, it was recorded uh, right like last this year, mate. We've got the whole mm. thing recorded, but because like the the weight with the job and like uh, that whole thing we were talking about earlier about like like tr- trying to do too many things at once. Um, I picked the one thing being the job, and Alex picked the one thing being like he got a new job as well and wanted to focus on music, so. We want, we want to dust it off and get back into the podcasting, actually maybe taking that off the emphasis from days onto Audio Tapas, actually, because that's where we, we generally just like have more of an interest. But um, yeah, that I really enjoyed it. I really, I really enjoyed that, uh, that time to sort of find out people's personalities. Like there's like all of these like creators that you knew would be like proper weird cuts, like some of them are, some of them are, but <laughs> the ones which the best interviews have yet to come. Like there's some, there's some Bobby Dazzlers in that second season of just really, really weird interviews with like some of like the biggest like underground music artists. And I'm excited for them to come out and um, whether or not they'll still allow them to be, uh, they'll, they'll still allow them to come out because it's obviously been like seven months on, but you know what? You don't ask permission, you ask for forgiveness. So we'll see what happens when they do come out. <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, my, my advice would just be, yeah, do it, man. If that's if that's your interest, then for sure get them get them out. And I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you'd, you'd think they'd be sorry of getting them out. You just do like uh, audio tapas vault and just sort of, um, yes. sort of brand it as, um, yeah, back it like, like throwback sort of thing. Hundred percent, mate. But have you heard of these guys in um, in Glasgow called like it's called back to back? Yeah, yeah. That they they are killing it. Those boys are class. Like when 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 we when I met them when we got interviewed in Newcastle, with like um a couple of other people. Like I think it was like Reese got interviewed and like a couple of other people in Newcastle seemed like Sawley, Ben Hemsley, but what like the way that they're doing their podcast at the minute from like an audio visual perspective, like fantastic, yeah, it looks class. so it looks good. Class, the yeah. level of the quality is, and I feel like you need to deliver that quality to give yourself that competitive edge on that social media to differentiate your content. So people will stick with you. Cause I don't think it's just enough at the moment to have like the guests, do you know what I mean? To have yeah, the track, sure, it has yeah. to have the production quality. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. That's something I've been. Yeah. <clears throat> sort of, that, that's, that's, my, that's, that's our goals to look like that. Yeah. I think my sort of my long-term goal, I'd say hopefully that sort of like summer time is to try and get, some podcasts in a podcast studio uh, and actually get sort of the uh, the visual production side of it actually looking quite good. Um, but for the time being, it's more just sort of doing it for me, something that I'm interested in, a hobby for me, and then hopefully, yeah, keep building on it. But for, for sure, their, their podcasts are, are looking are looking class. And I, I'm enjoying the, the fact that they've 
they've had all these artists in Scotland and then they came down to Newcastle and, and sort of went uh, and got those sort of uh, English um, uh, DJs and producers and yeah, some big names as well. So it's uh, big things to come as well from them, I'd imagine. But yeah, very good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and in terms of, yeah, audio tapas, if you do 100%. manage to get, get more time, then yeah, just get into it. I know f- uh, for me at the minute, sort of my main interests uh, and and sort of say motivating factors is the podcast over production. So I want to kind of prioritise that whilst I'm, that's sort of my main focus point and, and go from there. And you learn a lot just, just chatting to folk and it's just a good good release as well. Just uh, having a good chinwag about music and and chatting shit in between as well so it's uh no 100 that, that, that uh, i was thinking about this today actually about what why i love podcasting so much is just that like you've got all these people that you look up to right that you're inspired by and then you actually get them in the room to have a conversation with them to pick their brains to see what worked what didn't work how do they got from point a to point b to where they are now maybe a position that you want to be in the future and then you're in the room with them then and this it's it's this free value exchange it's this knowledge exchange and that's fucking exciting like at the end of the day especially when you're talking to people that you're like i like i don't not i want to be you but like i'd love to emulate the success that you've had and yeah i feel like as a medium as well it's almost um i think it's going to be really key in the future for like podcasting or like to have like people's personalities out maybe more in the public if you were trying to um, like build like a profile as like a DJ or something, it's another level of connection your audience can have with you as well. Right. So yeah, um, for sure, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you're definitely, definitely doing the right thing, bro. hundred um, <clears> percent. So, yeah, I mean, it's one thing I want to aim to, to, to just release weekly podcasts and been enjoying it so far and yeah, just want to, want to keep it up, but sort of like, what, what, are, the, what are the, what are the, yeah, sorry. No, I, I did, the line went a bit funny there. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah, I was going to say, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, no, I was going to say, sort of, COVID. Like, just, uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, sort of, my goal is just to, to keep keep releasing weekly podcasts and, and, and keep going from there. And one thing I love about podcasts is when you get sort of, guests on in there in the public eye for example joe rogan did one with tyson fury um Jack yeah. happy hour gets yeah. gets a lot of comics in is yeah like you say he's listening to that and, and seeing their true personality and be able to pick their brains and on sort of their life story as such and yeah you just connect to him on a more of a personal level even like celebrities or maybe you know people in the in the public eye that you might not even be that interested in like i am um, recent podcast I listened to was with Russell Howard, who's sort of a comedian that I've yeah. known for years uh, and yeah, like yeah. the guy, but I wouldn't put on a Russell Howard, you know, um, stand-up show because I'm not really that bothered, but just listening to how articulate he was and, and still funny in this Very uh, clever, mate. Podcast Incredibly was, uh, Yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, very enjoyable. So <clears throat> I think it's the way forward, the podcast. It just... I mean, like you say, you chat shit with with people in and afters, smokers, or just just in general. So why not get it recorded and get it online for everyone? <laughs> Put it in the mixer. See what happens. For sure, for 100%, sure. Buddy. 100%. So it's gonna gonna wrap up on a on a final few questions yes. there. It's been a, yeah, yeah, been, a sure. been a good couple hours. So yeah, I've enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. So We've gone deep, mate. Here, mate. There's been there's been some Bobby Dazzlers in there this session. Been, 
been some Bobby Dazzlers. So yeah, so I'm, uh, <laughs> the, the the deep ones coming as well. <laughs> so, yeah, mate. Got... Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> when it gets deep. That, oh, actually, hang on. That's that's that sound like an innuendo. Read that how you want to read it. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm going to own that shit. Read yeah, how you want to do read it. Do it. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> Hit me followed by. Yeah, let's not explore the semantics. <laughs> but yeah, one one bit of advice for life, or even sort of music production stuff like that. What what would that be if you could, uh, you know, give it to the younger self or, or just just listeners in general? Wow, that's a fucking really really good question. Um, Right. So I think I think it's something that recently that I've become aware of is I always used to think that where I wanted to be was elsewhere. Like I would be happy when when, when I get that number one hit. I'll be happy when I get signed to that label that I get. I will be I'll be happy when my mental health is is, 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 is rosy and dandy and happy always seemed to be at a destination in the future and was never really in the present. And I feel like when if you can come to terms and actually accept that all you have at the moment and all you need is already in you and it's just sort of like a way of looking at it then you can really just enjoy what you've got at the moment and be be grateful for it and then that leaves you space there to go and chase down the things that you want to do rather than just or, or rather than just always being some extended point in the future that might never come and then before you know it you haven't appreciated the, the great things that were happening to you so yeah i would say is you've already got it just you just got to execute um yeah. I, I, that probably sounds really fucking cheesy but that is something that is something that yeah it's the no. biggest learning i've had in the last five years yeah i think that's quality i think that's really well put and i think to be fair that resonates with me a lot because i've sort of been getting down at times sort of recently thinking like i've kind of got everything that that i should be happy with i've got you know a job a flat good family good friends getting a few 100%. gigs now started a podcast but i don't feel as happy as I would have thought I would be but then this comes back to the mindfulness and the, and the self-care and stuff it's you've got to do them things right as well and then I think everything will come together so but it is it, it's it's living in the moment and and sort of being being grateful and thankful for what you've got of which I am but 100%. I just need to get that mindfulness and then I'll be you know more more comfortable with that so yeah I think that's a, a beautiful way of putting things as well buddy and then and touching on music there what would you say is the meaning of music? Taking it back to the roots, maybe like we're all around a campfire. Uh, 250,000 years ago, Jake's dropped a load of like mushrooms he's found in the local forest. We've got some drums banging in the background. There's a fire burning, people chanting. I'd say the, the crux of all of it is just about connection, isn't it? It's about interpreting the world that we see around us into something that we can listen to and it evokes emotion. I'd say music for me is about connection. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Big one for me. That I think, yeah, it just brings people together. And, and that's a, the beauty, especially of these big events is beef, big festivals is everyone just comes together. And I'm always chatting to, to everyone well not you know i don't stop people as a walk past but i'm always just chatting to, to random folk at events and sort of anybody's that's good mate that's good because i i always think when you when you talk to the random person you wouldn't have normally have spoken to like that, that is that is that is that is when the connection happens and you meet friends for life and all the rest of it and all the all the uh all the sunshine roses roach tinted glasses of like music but for me connection mate that's that's why i love it and that's why i've always liked it belonging yeah 
Blonging sure. might be a better, belonging might be a better word than connection. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. And then yeah, Fucking just fight, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And then yeah, find a way. Can people get you on the socials and and sort of follow you as well? I mean, let's plug the plug the YouTube as well. There, um, Luke, who's talking. Get get a subscribe to that. And that's all just one word, isn't it? When you search it on YouTube. Yeah, so, like, that's. That's a big. I think that, that that's a big one that you know. I think you know, like you said earlier, that you, you want to sort of put the put sort of the, the main focus and get that growing. And I'm sure it's yeah. going to help, help a ton of that's people a, as well. So that's a that's gonna there's gonna be 110 percent effort game getting put into that. That that's the new project and uh, set myself. In fact, people can hold me accountable to this now. By the end of this year, we'll have a thousand subscribers on that, and that's the uh, that's the goal for 2022. So we can just help provide as much value as possible for the uh, the people watching. But if you want to get me on Instagram um, for any of the more music bits as well, it's LukeShalom.Days. But yeah, mate, um, Jake, it's been an absolute pleasure, buddy. And I'm really hoping that we can meet up. For yeah, coffee, for sure. Some mindfulness, a pie, <clears throat> maybe even a little rave sometime soon. For sure, for um, sure. Let's definitely link up, buddy. 100%, 100% or maybe 100%. even hit the studio. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to send yeah. you the books as well that we've spoken yeah. about. Off the send me them, this. send me them. But yeah, mate, it's been unreal. It's been, uh, I thought I knew it was going to be a good chat. I was always, I was very, very looking forward to it. But it's been, yeah, just... Fantastic, mate. Unreal. You but take yeah, care thank of yourself. You. you too. Thank you for coming on. And uh, thanks no for listening, guys. Ta-ra. Bye, bye.